Welcome back to the movie trivia showdown alongside Brooklyn Pizza Wagon enthusiast Patrick Campbell. I am merely Mark Baby Carrots, Ellis and PJ. We talk about tournament season. We talk about the stakes, the excitement. And when you have two marquee names like this, you know it's going to be a good one. Adam the Coyote Collins is taking on Brendan the Kid Meyer. It is corruption versus the quirky Mercs. I could not be more excited right now, man. Like, Corruption is on a full swing to try to take the top of this entire faction list through the tournament. Like, everyone is scared of Corruption. Now it's up to Koi and Brendan to try to stop them in their path. This is what Corruption does. It it doesn't really matter how they start. They remind me of football's New England Patriots from the last couple decades, where September's fun to play, but they really focus on getting to the postseason that is what corruption has made their mark with the last few seasons they make a run every year they're doing it again as you see the faction standings currently with the quirky mercs Coy jandrew one of the most likable positive energy influences in the entire schmodown can he power brendan meyer to a big victory over adam the coyote collins now we know how well coyote's been playing both in singles and in teams alongside lady justice marisol mckee with deception but Brendan Meyer's got a pretty good team's track record as well, so it doesn't matter what division you throw these two fellas in. They have a good chance of winning. Absolutely. Look, they both had a tough road this year in their singles matches, but their teams have been doing well. And now it's just really going to be whoever comes out on top. This is not going to be easy. I, I don't really know who's going to win here, Mark. Well, enough yapping from us. Let's take a look as to how we did get here today right now. Yo, Coyote here. I'm so glad you stopped by because I've just cornered the market if the league decides to incorporate nature documentaries from the 1960s into the Disney slice. Brendan Meyer will not see that coming. Hello, yes. Oh, hi, Christian Harloff. A country coyote goes Hollywood is ineligible for Schmodown questions because it isn't feature length. What if I just watch it three times in a row? Okay. Well, enjoy your porridge. Classic Harloff. that all of you nerds have been salivating over since the brackets were released. The Kid versus the Coyote, part two. This is a rematch from last year's tournament where Adam Collins squeaked by Brendan Meyer. Squeaked. So it's the limit. I mean, we went to sudden death, and I can tell you, you know, when you lose a match like that, what's the first thing that goes through your mind? Uh, run it back. Wait, no, 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 go back. Let's just go back to the part. Let's, let's, let's just play that match all over again. Can we play it all over again? And, uh... As much as I'm nervous and it's high stakes, I am very lucky because I get that chance. I feel like people sleep on the kid a little bit because they're so used to him being intense. Yes, he's in Shazam, but yes, he's also Brendan Kid Meyer. And as I said before, Kid is a baby girl. I'm so fired up for this, and I have my sights set on making a spectacular another corruption invitation. Are we still calling him the kid? I can tell that you're slowly but surely turning into a fine young adult. What we're dealing with now is an artisanal, finely aged piece of charcuterie that's also vastly overpriced. You're mature enough to hear the truth. 
The truth is you're not ready to take this train. You're close, but you're just not there yet. It'd be tough to knock out anyone in round two of a tournament like this, but it's not technically impossible. I did it last year. <laughs> you and I have both held gold since our last confrontation, so expectations are high. If you lose this match, Spidey Cat will never forgive you. And Bibbs might even start charging you full price for his soap. I really believe that this could be the year where I make the big step in singles. It doesn't mean I'm going to guarantee a win, but it does mean that I know that I can win it. The kid takes out out and we prove he is in fact human. Last year I didn't think so. This year I do. This year, the kid unplugs that machine, not your knee. Now I know all of you at home are going to be putting your money on a young adult, not because you actually believe in him, but because you just want to see Adam Collins lose, which is exactly why he's going to win. I'll see you in the match, Brendan, you grown-ass adult. I mean, look, you gotta love a good Shannon Queen of Corruption herself, Barney, taking on Koi Jandru of the Quirky Mercs. It's so much fun to watch them sort of go back and forth, but we know how much care and preparation they share with their players that you're going to be seeing here today. And so, PJ, it feels like these two factions are real families. What does that do for a competitor going into a singles match? Having people who are always in your corner, like just having your back is really important. You know they've been studying, you know they've been training, you know that they want this win. Like this is not just a one person thing. These factions are behind them. That makes both these competitors incredibly scary. All right, bud. Well, let's get ready to go. You pumped? You ready? You rock? I am so good. I don't know if I have nearly as much energy as Koi Jandrew does, but let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. With a record of six wins, five defeats, and three knockouts, representing the quirky marks, it's Brendan the Kid Meyer. There is Brendan Meyer the Kid, and that is a gorgeous shiny belt that appears to be much bigger than your actual head sir you got that belt because you're a great teams player but we know what you can do in singles what do you need to prove to the schmodown here today well look i think to, to the schmodown i need to prove that i can actually just get the win against some of these really really elite players i've beaten re- well it's not even elite because i think i've beaten some really really great elite players but uh, I've really only ever been able to beat one champion uh, in singles, and that's Mark Andreaker. So uh, I think I've proved that I'm good enough to hang with them and that I'm a similar level of knowledge, but I haven't proven that I'm able to get those wins. But I'm in a different headspace this year than I was when I played Adam last year. I've been lucky enough to win some big teams matches and get that monkey off my back. So for me, my mindset going in, I just want to be really grateful for this second chance. You know, uh, I may have mentioned in the promo, it's like, uh, look, when you lose a match like last year, you want to just play it all over again. So I'm grateful to have the second chance here uh, to to maybe get that big win because it was really close last time. And- here today going for that big win, PJ. He really is. And I was going to ask you, you know, you were just talking about your headspace. You had a really tough match against Jacoby Brancroft. How has that affected you going into this match? Has anything changed? 
I mean, nothing's changed, but I, I was thankful to have gotten through the match. You know, it was a really, really tough match. Kobe was a really, really difficult uh, opponent that day. And I, you know, I was kind of lucky to win it because anytime you're down going into the final round, there's some degree of luck uh, to winning. Um, so I, I kind of have to be, again, it's the same word. I just kind of have to be grateful for uh, even being here at all because as much as I'm super nervous and, you know, the lead up to the match has been stressful and, you know, knowing that Adam knocked me out last year and stuff like that, uh, you know, if I lost to Jacoby, I just wouldn't be here at all and have no chance to, uh, to, to win him again. So I just have to focus on that as best I can and not the nerves about potentially losing again. It's a nice message we can all share. Let's just be grateful to be here, everyone. That is the kid, and we are now going to meet his opponent. And his opponent, with a record of eight wins, two losses, and four knockouts, representing corruption, it's Adam the Coyote Collins. And there is the Coyote shredding an air guitar. I did not know Coyotes could play instruments, but there he is in the flesh, virtually speaking. Coyote, let's talk about the singles matches this year because we know what you and Marisol McKee are capable of with Deception. How would you evaluate your singles year thus far? Uh, sparsely populated. Uh, which was no fault of my own. It was really a scheduling issue. I'm confident that if I'd been able to stay in the mix, um, you know, I would have picked up as many wins as a lot of my faction mates. The issue was after losing the title, I had to sit back for a while and, and see how things played out. And I think that was a big reason why, you know, I struggled in that in that comeback match against JTE. But as you saw against PG, I'm pretty dialed in at this point. And I'm really excited to play this young man again. It's a hungry coyote, PJ. It really is. And I mean, talk about hungry. We got to look at the teams as well. Like you've been studying incredibly hard. You and Deception had a big win against Chaos Theory. So how did that affect you going into this today? Well, that was a hard fought battle and it was a good it was a good gut check. Uh, you know, uh, round one was a little spotty for me. Uh, very uncharacteristic. And but we rebounded from that and we didn't miss a question for the rest of the match. Um, I've, I've taken that into account. But at this point, you know, I'm confident in my knowledge base. Uh, what it comes down to is how much does the kid really know? And is he going to be getting fed answers by that person sleeping under his covers? <laughs> we have to investigate whether there is an actual human under those covers or it's just a very big mint under his pillow. I'm sure it's all above board, but that's quite a lump under those sheets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the lumpiest bed we've seen in movie trivia schmode on virtual history, but it's up there. And now we are going to get the competitors and their backgrounds face to face. Hello, everybody. As you know, I am very, very excited all the time. Why am I excited all the time? Well, if you've been listening to the big thing, well, then you'll know I've been raving, raving, raving about ButcherBox. I love ButcherBox. Be prepared for whatever life is going to throw at you. And you can do it by getting high quality meat delivered right to your door. Because whenever you need a great tasting meal that you can trust, it's ButcherBox. It's in your corner. ButcherBox makes it easy. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat of your choosing. You can get 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, wild-caught lobster tails, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon and sugar-free bacon. That's just, a, that's just some of it. That's just some of it. There's no better feeling than knowing that you can skip the grocery store because there's a variety of ButcherBox meat already waiting for you in the freezer. Luckily, today's sponsor, ButcherBox, is offering our listeners ground beef for life. 
For a limited time, ButcherBox is going to give new members two pounds of free ground beef in every order for the life of your membership. Imagine never having to shop for ground beef ever again. This deal is a no-brainer. Once signed up, you choose your box and delivery frequency. They offer five boxes, four curated box options, as well as the popular custom box so you get exactly what you and your family love. ButcherBox ships your order frozen at peak freshness, and it's packed in a 100% recyclable box, and shipping is always free. You enjoy great-tasting, high-quality meat delivered right to your door. When this thing was sent to my house, and all the meats in there. My daughter's birthday was coming up, and so we made the. I, I like to grill all the time, so I marinated and I put it on the grill. And my wife at first, she does it. She she's she likes her grocery stores, so she's like, I don't know, I don't know. I said, Honey, it's it's grass fed. It's really good. Let's try it. She's like, All right, let's give it a shot. And she loves it. All she wants to do now is get more butcher box stuff because the ground beef was so good. And not only did we use it for my daughter's um burgers that day, it was my birthday recently. I watched the the Many Saints in Newark, and my wife. So loving, made me uh, meatballs and um, and pasta, and the meatballs were all butcher box meat, and I love that. I made sandwiches after it. It is so good. Chickens come into my house soon, and I can't wait. It feels like Christmas. So that's right, everybody. This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. Butcher Box is giving new members free ground beef for life. You got to sign up at butcherbox.com/trivia. And get two pounds of ground beef in every order for the life of your membership. Log on to butcherbox.com slash trivia. Don't be one of those people. I don't know. I'm not sure. I like to go to the grocery store. Try it. Did you hear that deal? Go do it. Now go watch the match. I promise you. This one you're gonna be you're gonna be thanking me for. It's a pillow, okay? It's a pillow. All right. Is a pillow. We have confirmation. We will all rest more easily. I didn't see that at all until you mentioned it, and I turned around and I was like, "What the heck is that?" We did get I, confirmation. It is a pillow that is in the background right. of Brendan the Kid Mars. But now that we do the rules of round number one, no answers are to be given by any pillows or maps in a competitor's background. It is simply what's in between your ears, gentlemen. And in round number one, you're going to hear eight questions from different corners of movie trivia, schmodown knowledge. Each question for the point. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Throughout the course of the match, you each have three usages of the JTE rule. That's if you need us to repeat a question, buy yourself a little more time to get that correct answer. You also each have one challenge at your disposal. We'll bring in managers. We'll deliberate. The arguments will be heard, and it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. Those are the rules as I have read them. Brendan, the kid, Meyer, and your pillow. Are you ready to go? We're ready to go. And Adam Collins and your trusty cartography background. Good to go? Let's feast. Let's get ready to show down. Asking the very first question of this match is probably the guy who wrote it. That is DJ K. Oh, that was very nice of you, my friend. First question comes in the realm of horror slash thriller. Which actor appeared in the films Godsend, Red Lights, and Hide and Seek? Yeah, I like having the opposite person do the first question just because, you know, I'm tired. I just read the rules. It's hard, you know? Oh, look, I mean, we can't all be as professional as you when it comes to reading rules. God help us all. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Coyote. Bob Money, Robert De Niro. Bob De Niro it is. Did the kid have it? Robert De Niro. And they're off and running with a point apiece. We move on to your next category, and that is action adventure movies. 
you'll find the mysterious and powerful terrorist organization, The Syndicate, led by Solomon Lane, in what franchise? It terrifies me, Mark, that you weren't even done reading the question, and they were both already writing. Yeah, I mean, as scary as The Syndicate is. That's more <laughs> terrifying to me. Their, their movie trivia knowledge can take over the world. Five, four, three, two, one. The kid, you were excited to write your answer. Is it right? <laughs> I'm right, yeah. The Mission Impossible franchise. You are correct. How about the coyote? Mission Impossible. They're on fire so far. All right. Question number three comes to you guys in the world of the 1990s. Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne were nominated for Academy Awards for this 1993 biopic about Tina Turner. Were these guys alive in this decade? What do you think, PJ? Um, I'm going to say Collins is a maybe. Brendan, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been here, Mr. Right. Campbell. Uh, that's what I Two. Very one. young looking. Pens down and the dapper Adam Collins. What does love have to do with it? What's love got to do with it? There you go. We knew you were asking a rhetorical question. And the kid. What's love got to do with it? Uh, Got to do with it. Got to do with it. Yeah, Yeah. that is correct for another point. And we go on to your next category. That would be famous actors and actresses. Their resume and bank accounts are beefy. Here's your question. What actor appeared in the following three films? JFK, Little Shop of Horrors, and Splash. I love this question. Yeah, I was going to say, what a group of movies. Yeah, I mean, you talk about an impressive resume. It's right there. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I would have retired. Greatest musical of all time. Four, three. That's a hot take. Two, one. Ben's down. And Brendan Meyer. And John Candy. Is correct. Adam Collins? John Candy. They have not missed, and we are halfway through round number one. And we move to question number five in the realm of fantasy science fiction. Who directed the 2019 fantasy adventure film the kid who would be king. Are you ready to um, be disappointed in me? Uh, I'm never disappointed in you, so you can say it. Well, you are now because I have not seen Splash. Um, I'm not the biggest Splash fan. What? Five, four. <laughs> Everybody raves about it. Three, no. two, one. Pens down and mermaid enthusiast Adam Collins. Joe Cornish. Joe Cornish and the fresh-faced kid. Did you have it? Joe Cornish. They don't feel like missing anytime soon, so we're going to go to the next category, which will lighten the mood with comedies. (laughs) (laughs) Why they're two of my favorites. Your question for a point. The comedies Road Trip, Shanghai Noon, and Meet the Parents were all released in what year? You sneaky devil, PJ. Every once in a while. You snuck a movie release date question. You baked it into, you Trojan horsed it into the comedy category. Every once in a while, I have my moments. Three, two, one. And they needed about four of those 15 seconds. Let's go to the kid. I had 2,000. And you would be correct. Did Adam Collins? 2,000. Perfection across the board with two questions remaining. If they both go perfect, they're going to have a bonus question. And we move into the realm of new releases. In Godzilla vs. Kong, who plays chief cartographer Dr. Nathan Lind, who charts the mission into the hollow earth using Kong as a guide? Now, Mark, is this still, like, the best movie of the year for you? Um, I mean, it's hard to find a better movie that has been released since the 1800s. 
That's true. Five, four, three, two, one. I still think Kong got the short end of the stick, but I'll save that argument for another day. Let's go to Adam Collins. Alexander Skarsgård. That's correct. Brendan Meyer. That's what I had too, Alexander Skarsgård. All right. They're perfect and going for perfect round number ones with this final category, and it is directors. Here's the question. Who directed the following three films? The Way We Were, The Electric Horseman, and The Firm. You know, they actually stopped there for a second, Mark. It looked like they were actually thinking about it. <laughs> As opposed a to just having an automated response being the correct answer every time. Pretty much. Four, three, two, one. They're humanoids. It's not even the real people. Let's go to Brendan Meyer. Sydney Pollock. That is correct for a perfect round to match him, the coyote. Sydney Pollock. Perfection, PJ. This is why these two are... A, a, I mean, you would say they're on a par with just about anybody else in the game, and they've proven it here today with another perfect round one. Now for their bonus question, you're going to be writing down this answer as well, gentlemen. PJ, at your ready. All right, guys, your bonus question. How many films in the Fast and the Furious franchise has Dwayne The Rock Johnson appeared in? Ooh. It's a tough one right there, man. Yeah, we'll give you we'll give you 20 seconds for this one. That's it. You're making them earn the perfect round here. That's you got it. You got to yeah. earn it. Hint, it is a number. Five, four, three. Oh, the letter. Two, one. Ben's down. Adam Collins. I said four. And Brandon the Kidmeyer? I said five. Five is correct. It's Fast Five, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, The Fate of the Furious, and Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. So we go to nine to eight into the second round with Brendan the Kid Meyer leading. The rules of round number two, it's the wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, and justice emerges. Each competitor gets a virtual spin. Think really hard. It'll go round and around. Once it settles on a category, four questions from that realm emerge. Each question is worth two points. If you need multiple choice, we do provide that option for you. The value of the question goes down to one. Keep in mind, stealing is available in round number two, so we do ask competitors to keep their hands where we can see them at all times once questioning begins, regardless of who is initially being asked the question. It is Brendan the Kid Meyer, and you have a one-point lead over Adam the Coyote Collins. Brendan, you want to spin first, or do you want to defer to your opponent? You know, I always defer, so I don't want to mess around and do something different and then regret it and something else lands up, so I'm going to stick with what I always do. I'm going to defer. All right, you can relax in the green room, and we're going to bring in Adam's manager of corruption, Shannon Barney. Ever the gentleman, that kid. Uh, how can you be a gentleman if you're not even 21? It's weird. Um, Adam, you're doing fantastic, and you don't need me to tell you that because you already know that, and I know you're locked in. I know you're ready to go. Now we know what the pacing of this game is going to be, and I know mm -hmm. you feel that, and you're a coyote, so you're going to keep up with the pacing of this game. As a matter of fact, you're about to outrun it. So... We're playing big to win big today. Yes. All right. So we get that wheel up. We just got to go for it. Balls to the wall, baby. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm utterly exhilarated. This is <laughs> me, the kid, pillows. It's out of control. Let's go. Who, who doesn't love a corruption pillow fight? I mean, come on. Don't give away too many secrets, Shannon. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. All right. Here is the wheel. Mark, have you ever been invited to these pillow fights? Never been invited to a corruption pillow fight. Yeah, probably not going to happen. I, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Let's spin this wheel. We're not talking about our pillow fight. Let's focus on the mission at hand, fellas. Let's go. Let's get a good spin. 
We are gonna need some uh, picks or it didn't happen situation for those. No, you don't. You don't need anything. You just need to sit there and do your job. Oh, that's hurtful. Okay. All right. It has gone round and around, and it has landed on. I thought it was Spider-Man, but there it oh. is. Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Bruce Adam, Willis. Tricky, tricky. Take mm-hmm. that slice, or do you want to pull Kevin Smith and spin again? Bruce Willis done a lot of stuff in his career, but he's he's got a broad filmography. Um, but I've been around for most of his career. Um, and I think most of that direct-to-video crap is off-limits, so I would be inclined to take it. Well, then you should probably take it, and remember that you've got three repeats left. If, if your gut is telling you to... Your, if your gut is leading you to the answer, don't check down. We're, you want you want to get the points because you got to trust yourself and you got to know that you know this stuff. If it's something that you absolutely need that multiple choice because that's how you're going to pull it, then don't be afraid to check down. But if your gut's telling you to go, then you go. That sounds like a plan to me, Queen. And, and use, your, use your time to get there. Use your time to get there. We're not talking ourselves out of right or wrong answers. We're validating correct answers. I'm with you. All right. All right, let's go. All right, so Bruce Willis is the spin, and Adam Collins now four questions asked by PJ Campbell. Thank you, competitor. See, I don't even have to remind them about the hands thing, PJ. They're that professional. They're just too good at this, Mark. All right, Adam, are you ready to go? I am. All right. Your first question in the world of Bruce Willis: Which actress co-stars as Bruce Willis's wife in the 1999 rom-com *The Story of Us*? Michelle Pfeiffer. That is correct for two points. Their second question, Bruce Willis plays an unnamed narrator who dresses in a series of outfits, including the Easter Bunny, in what 1994 family film? Brendan's autobiography, I think, North. (laughs) I don't know if that was a guess, but that is correct for two points. I think think that is the name of Brendan's autobiography, too. That's probably (laughs) accurate. Your third question in the world of Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis has played the character David Dunn in how many films from director M. Night Shyamalan? He was in Unbreakable, he was in Split, and he was in Glass, so I will say three. That is correct for another two points, Alice. He's feeling it so far, and he's got one question remaining in the world of Bruce Willis. In your final question... Bruce Willis's character leads an elite Navy SEAL team on a rescue mission into what African country in the film Tears of the Sun? Five, four, three, two. Multiple co- choice. All right. Your options are, is it A, Nigeria, B, Kenya, C, Somalia, or D, Madagascar? A, Nigeria. That is correct for one point. That is an impressive pool, multiple choice-wise. And I don't know if that is a map of the United States or the world behind it, but he didn't look. He was looking at us the whole time. Well done. All right, so that was impressive round two from the Coyote. And so now we're going to let him relax in the green room while Brendan the Kid Meyer takes center stage along with his manager, Boy Jam. All right. Ah. Nicely done, sir. Very right. proud. With The Rock. Now, you're playing this, obviously, like the kid plays. You're the baby goat. This is how it's done. You got that perfect. These points don't matter till the end, as we always discuss. Yep. We've got a very, very strong wheel for us. We know what we want. We know what we don't. How's your heart? How's your head? How you feeling? 
Yeah, you know, I feel good. I, uh, I look, this is why I like to go first, because now I know what kind of category I want. Uh, like, for instance, that Bruce Willis, I would have done really well in that, and I think I would have been afraid of it initially. So now I kind of know what I need, uh, and I can kind of, I'm not just going blind. I, I, you know, we need at least six for the tie. Uh, again, not going to make silly mistakes or anything, but I think we need a good category. So let's see what we spin. Let's go for something good. So be confident, know what you want, know what you think, and play it slow. Remember, you've got more time than you think you do. Plank, mm -hmm. process everything, and only check down if you need to, but I trust you, man. I trust your gut. All right, let's do it. All right, let's, let's, let's it get is. it. All roads led right. to this, like fast five. Wheel is gonna be spinning here. Um, Koi, any word on quirky Mertz pillow fights? Uh, you know, we have them quarterly, but the thing about them is they don't really stop. So it's like, it's more of an ongoing, we just pause for matches. Like, unfortunately, Brendan's oh, busy, geez. so we had to stop. Oh, oh, geez, it just keeps going. It oh, was wow, almost that was, that was, the, it was a moment. I thought I it was a lag. <laughs> but it oh. has ultimately oh. settled on David Lynch films. So, Brendan, 60 seconds to decide if you want to keep the films of Mr. Lynch as your trivia topic. What do you think, Coy? Uh, so this, Adam knows this category really, really well. He may have even put it on the wheel. The problem is I've seen like almost every David Lynch movie, and I can tell you there's three things on here, including opponent's choice, which is four, that I would want less than this. What do you think? I think if you feel more than 80% about this wheel, it doesn't matter about your opponent because you've got control. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can check down. Yes, we can navigate. I want to know if you feel 80% or up about this slice for you, not for your opponent. I'd like to take it. Then let's put time in with it. I've seen most of the movies. Let's take it. Let's not. And I want you to thing. remember, you chose right. this. That's why it's not about him. It's about you. I don't no, care. no, absolutely. You're playing, you're absolutely. Playing your shadow, like three. Absolutely. I'm gonna take okay. it. Okay. David Lynch is yours, man. Let's get it. All right. You know, Corey is such a nice guy, but we need more energy out of him. All right. So, mm -hmm. Brendan Meyer, you now have the wild, very wacky world of David Lynch as your subject for round two. Two points apiece for each question, unless you need multiple choice. And here's the okay. first one. What is the subtitle of the 1992 Twin Peaks film, which was a prequel and a sequel to the TV series? Fire Walk With Me. That sounds dangerous, and it is accurate for two points. And Brendan Meyer on the board here in round two. Your next question in the world of David Lynch films. The 1999 film The Straight Story follows an elderly man who travels to see his brother on what type of vehicle? It's a lawnmower. It'll take a while to get there, but uh, to each their own. That is correct for two more points. And Brendan Meyer, here he comes on Adam Collins's Coyote Tale. Your next question. Which actress appears in the David Lynch films Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart, and Inland Empire? Laura Dern. She was in that dinosaur movie, too. That is correct for two more points. And PJ, we have a tied ball game. Brendan Meyer could seize control with as much of a two-point lead going into round three if he hits this final David Lynch question. And it is. Which actor stars as an unusual young man named Harry Spencer in David Lynch's debut film, Eraserhead? Jack Nance. Brendan Meyer just 
crushed the David Lynch category. That is correct for two points. It was a perfect round two for both competitors didn't miss one, but Brendan Meyer never going to multiple choice. He has a two point lead over his opponent as we head into round three. This is the round that will determine the match. And in round three, three questions will emerge for each competitor. We get these questions because you help us out with a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each of you that may range from one to 20. Each numeral corresponds to a unique category of Schmodown mystery. Question one is worth two points. Next one is worth three points. Your final question is worth five big points. Challenges and JTE rules still apply. All right, Brendan, you have a two point lead, so you have the right to give us your three lucky numbers first. What do you got? All right, I just want to say I'm very excited because that's the first time I've ever gone eight for eight in his round two in like almost three years of doing this. So <laughs> I'm just glad that finally happened. All right, uh, one, nine, and four. Let's see what happens. Great game. One, so nine, and four. He stayed within single figures. Let's go to the Coyote. Um, I will take uh, three, seven, and 11. We're finally into double digits with that 11 call. All right, so let's drop out Adam and let's bring back the manager of your current leader, Brendan the Kid Meyer, Coy Jander, and try to pick up the energy. Oh, oh, we're still playing. Okay, so, dude, perfect. Round one and round two, navigating masterfully. I told you to pace yourself. You didn't even need to, but that was the, well, those are the first and second round. For. Those are the kind of questions I was open for. Your heart was in it. Your gut was in it. Your head was in it. Now, this last round, I want you to remember to replay it in your head just in case. I have no doubts. Yeah. I have full faith. You've got all your JTEs. You're ahead by two, but the points don't matter until the end of the game. So pace this two, three, and five pointers. This is Collins we're playing with. I wasn't sure he was human until this year. So we got to remember that going into this round. You just made kid history in the Schmodown. Let's keep that kid history going when we wield another belt at the end of this revenge tour. Hey, Coy, look, this is great. This is where the game is. You know, it's what you know, but it's also what you pick. So I feel really good about the way I showed up today, and I, I hope that I know all these questions, because <laughs> Adam's probably going to know all his. Uh, and we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. Remember to listen to the pillows of your mind, because this, this episode's brought to you by wow. pillows. Yeah, those pillows do a lot about David Lynch. They really did. It's impressive. It's because of all the sleep metaphors in his movies, I think. Ah, uh, dream logic, dream logic. Yeah, you know, totally plays. Use that dream logic. This is just insane at this point. I'm sorry, Shmo. That, that took a turn. Thank it you. Really <laughs> Round of applause. The kid is growing up. Oh, you love to see it. But you know what we don't love? We don't love that he's got a two-point lead, but we also know that it doesn't matter. He's perfect so far, but he's still got three questions. And he said something that you need to remember. You're going to know all three of yours. Mm -hmm. So now we just focus. Now we lock in. You hit your two. It goes right back to him. Get ready. We're going to go back and forth. Here we go. We're used to this. We do this all day. You have all your repeats left. If something sounds silly to you, let me know. We'll talk it through. But otherwise, you just need to clear your head and get ready for these next three questions. How are you feeling? Good. And I would expect him to go perfect with those Lynch questions because I knew them, knew them all before they were finished. <laughs> I know you did. Good on I him. Know you Good did. on him. So yay! Congratulations for that, I guess. Anyway, Adam, today's about you. We're gonna finish strong. You're gonna get these three questions, and we're gonna go have a beer together, virtually. Okay. Let's roll. Right. Yeah, let the record state, PJ and I not invited to post celebration beer. All right, so we have Brendan the Kid Meyer and Adam the Coyote Collins. It is gonna be Collins hearing his first question. He trails by two, PJ. He can tie the lead of Brendan if he hits this one. For his two-pointer, he selected category number three. And category number three takes us to the wonderful world of Disney. Mm -hmm. For two points and to tie the game, 
Name one of the actresses that portrayed Mrs. Witch, Mrs. What's It, or Mrs. Who in the film A Wrinkle in Time. Just one. One of them is Reese Witherspoon. That is correct for two points, Mark. That is correct. Mindy Kaling and Oprah Winfrey also in that crew. So now we do go to the kid. He, predictably, is not going to have the technical knockout, but he can still win the match and take a two-point lead right now with his first question in round three. Brendan, you chose number one, and that corresponds to a decade. I'm not sure if you remember the 1980s. I mean, I have no physical memory of it. It was a good time. Two points. And the question. Which 1980s Best Picture winner stars Robert Redford and Meryl Streep? Out of Africa. The kid's got a two-point lead, PJ, and so we go back to Adam Collins for his three-point. We do, and Adam chose category number seven, which will take us to the world of coming-of-age films. Coming-of-age films. For three points, and to take a lead, Anton Yelchin, Robert Downey Jr., and Kat Dennings star in what 2008 dramedy from director John Poole about a wealthy teenager who is expelled from several private academies. Charlie Bartlett. That is correct. Wow, that was a good pull there. And so it is going to be a lead for Collins now, back in the front runner position. But Brendan Meyer now has his three-pointer. And for that question, Brendan, you selected category number nine. And that is going to correspond to this new director on the scene, Steven Spielberg. Okay. And your question. For three points and a one-point lead. Who was the first person to win an acting Oscar for a Spielberg film, which was received in the 2010s decade? Daniel Day-Lewis. He played that president. He was pretty good at it. That is correct for three points. And so once again, PJ, here we are. It's a two-point lead for Meyer. We are at that moment where Adam Collins now has to hit his five-pointer. If he hits it, he's going to take a lead and force Brennan to hit his. If he misses it, Brennan the Kid Meyer is the winner of the match and will move on in the tournament. This is a big moment, Mark. We're very excited to get to category number 11 to see what happens. But first, you're going to have to answer some questions about Meryl Streep. No, just kidding. It's Julia Roberts. (laughs) America's sweetheart. For five points and to retake the lead, who played Martin, the unhinged husband of Julia Roberts' character in the 1991 film Sleeping with the Enemy? Repeat the question. First one. Who played Martin, the unhinged husband of Julia Roberts' character in the 1991 film Sleeping with the Enemy? Five, 
Repeat Four. the question. Second one, he's got one JT will remain. Who played Martin, the unhinged husband of Julia Roberts' character in the 1991 film Sleeping with the Enemy? It looks a lot like Tom Selleck. I know that, but it's not Tom Selleck. Five, four, three. Repeat the question. Two. That's his final one. Who played Martin, the unhinged husband of Julia Roberts' character in the 1991 film Sleeping with the Enemy? Brendan, we will meet again. Tom Selleck. Sorry. And your winner, Brendan. Josh Alex. The Kid Meyer. Patrick Bergen is who we were looking for. Patrick Bergen is who we were looking for. And that is the face of a relieved child. That is Brendan Meyer celebrating. That is Coy Jandry breathing a sigh of relief. (laughs) And Coy, we were talking about energy before. I feel like it's at the right level now. We're going to let these two relax in the green room for just a sec, and then we're going to hear from both the winner and the loser of today's match. Thank you, gentlemen. I mean, these these guys, they're so good at locking into the game, but as soon as the winner's declared, you just see all of the emotions come out, and it's just a beautiful moment to see Brendan there and his manager celebrating after getting a big win over an incredible opponent in Adam the Coyote Collins. What a ball game we just saw. I mean, it was great across the board. They both played incredible. But today, you know, Brendan was just that little bit better. And he walks away with a big victory today. That is a huge win for him. And when you talk about the landscape of just how bad the quirky Mercs needed a win like this to keep some momentum going in a tournament setting, it's huge, not just for Brendan. It's huge for the entire faction. It absolutely is. And you know that. Shannon and Corruption's probably not happy that the quirky mercs got in their way, but you got to feel really good for the others, man. Like the quirky mercs, they had to put up a fight just to get this, and it shows. It paid off as well. And so now for an exclusive interview with the winner and his manager, we're going to go to the great Jen Sturgeon. Congratulations. Another huge day for the mercs. I mean, Coy, does this feel any bigger of a victory because it was against Corruption and Adam Collins? I, we, we separate each match one to one. We always focus on the match at hand, but there is a certain element to the way the bracket worked out for it feeling very much like a kid revenge tour. I usually don't lean into that. I usually don't look at it that way, but I want my guy to have a belt and the universe is like, hey, what if we take on the individuals that cost him it in the past? And then he plays a perfect round two for the first time. So we're talking all sorts of synchronicities. We're talking all sorts of good juju. It's happening this year for the kid. I mean, it's kind of risky too, because Brendan, I noticed you're sporting a new haircut. So, I mean, that could have gone either way, messing with that kind of karma. But I mean, to be fair, you're rocking the Peaky Blinders and you just played like an absolute gangster, so. (laughs) I love that. Uh, 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 Have you ever been called a gangster in your life, kid? Absolutely not. Here's the first. Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm, in, I'm in shock because I have so much respect for Adam. And I have so much respect for Corruption and the way that they study and the way they prepare, even though they're all already monsters of uh, trivia. So, uh, look, I, I wasn't lying. I had the self-belief. I really believed I could do it today. But until 
man, until they say your name, you just don't know. And uh, yeah, I can't believe that I was able to get through this one. And uh, and it just feels great. I, I can't tell you, I look, I, like I said, I respect Adam as a person, but it feels great to win and beat him as a competitor because look, I'm involved in the Schmodown community. I've seen the many posts for a year on Reddit. Higher, you know, he would have beaten Adam Collins if he went multiple choice on Itani, you know. Modern, he would have beaten Collins if he would have. I've had so many competitors come up to me and they'll have watched one of the matches to prepare for their match and they'll go, hey man, I watched that Collins match. I was way closer than I remember. Like, you almost won. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. So Thank you so much. It makes me. it hurt so <laughs> much less. I appreciate that, it. That weighed on me for a year. Uh, look, I, I'm not one of these people who's been unlucky in a showdown or who deserves a break. Like, I, I, Shazam has had such a great run and things have gone our way most of the time and I'm, I'm aware of that and I'm appreciative of that but yeah it's nice it's nice to get this one and get that I get a, he's the thing of it from last year I almost think though sometimes your performance in teams can kind of weigh over your your career as a singles player because it's like people have such high expectations for you so do you feel like you know being a belt holder in teams has been essentially that thing that's like Oh, well, he only can do it when he's with Bibbs. Is that like, does that lurk in the back of your head at all? It does. It does lurk in, in the back of my head. I'll be honest with you. But at the end of the day, like I've said this before many times, if I'm going to get a question wrong, that's going to cost us a match. I'd rather it be in a singles match than in a match with Shazam. Like if I'm going to come in and play great, I'd much rather it be so that our team can succeed. So Bibbs can can succeed as well. So, but look, there's no reason I can't do both. So I'm hoping to get a few more correct answers in singles now. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're going to be facing the winner of Barbarian and Oyama. Do you have a preference in these two players? Because let's face it, they're both absolute monsters. Look, I, I, look, I got to know Barbarian well during all this, so I have a lot of respect for him. And in a lot of other matchups, he would be my choice. But I gotta, I hope it's Paul Oyama, man, because to get to play the person that I played to enter the league, uh, I think would be a really, really exciting rematch. I think that would have a really fun energy to it. And I have to be honest, I mean, Paulo Yama is someone that I, you know, we talk about all the time. He's someone I've become friends with through the game. And it would be it would be cool to be able to uh, play now, uh, years later. So uh, if I had to choose, I mean, they're both really tough. That's the thing is that normally you might think, well, you know, maybe I'll play Paulo Yama. He's harder, but like Craig's really hard too. So at this yeah. point, they're both going to be difficult. Um, it's, it's not like even if Craig wins, I'm somehow getting a easier opponent. So I guess I'll just go with Oyama <laughs> because the rematch would be fun. Absolutely. Coy, do you have any final notes before I, uh, I let you two go celebrate? I got two. I got one. That three-pointer was like a five-pointer. That was an insane three-pointer. We don't and argue question difficulty in this I'm, league, sir. I'm only commending. I'm saying that my brain couldn't even comprehend the structure of the question. Compliment to PJ. It was just insane in a positive yeah. way. So May I suggest win. less Red Bull? Oh, no, no. We're, <laughs> we're on 72 ounces of Dunkin' Donuts. I need a sponsorship. Dunkin' Donuts, if you'd like, I'd need more of this. It's expensive when you buy three a day. And number Production, two. Production, we can edit that out. No, sponsor. <laughs> and Number secondly, uh, we were a very, very underappreciated team at the start of the season. And then we had three out of our four competitors go to the second round of the tournament. Almost went four for four with one question being 
in a very big underdog match. Everybody counted Perry out against Bateman. It was very, very close. So we were three for four, but I'm going to call it three and a half for four. And now we have two, soon to be three for three, going into round three. So whether or not we win this season, whether or not anything happens at the very end, I just want to say the quirky marks. I'm so proud of all of us. I'm so proud of the faction. I'm so proud of seeing all of my faction mates do what they've done this season. At this point in the season, if we stop playing tomorrow, I'm just so proud of where we've come from negative two to this spot. I'm just proud of all my guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure Proud to, to always see both of you gentlemen. Always a pleasure. And uh, Koi, that haircut, our kid's growing up. Little gangster kid. Little gangsters. Oh. He's a kid. We're going to have to spell it K-E-H-D next season. This kid. Slow down. All right. You guys have a great day. It was great seeing you. Thanks, Jen. All right. I mean... <laughs> You see all of the relief and all of the exasperation just leaving their bodies there for the quirky mercs because they're thrilled about this. But I mean, it, it, the journey's not over for Brendan the Kid Meyer. Now he's going to have another tough match to face. If he stays in this mindset, though, PJ, I don't know that there's a lot of folks out there that are going to think he can lose to anyone. No, look, Brendan is on another level right now. He's very different now very cool calm collected i mean he's very you could see he was a little stressed and coming down from it but he's playing differently man and to go with against someone like adam and play flawlessly the way that he did it's a rare sight to behold you have to feel good if you're brendan right now yeah i mean you watch that interview the quirky mercs and it appears that their only kryptonite is decaf so we're now going to go back to jen sturger who has an interview with adam the coyote collins and the queen of corruption they came up short today but jen you got to think they're always ready for the next match jen jen it's not dunkin donuts i thought four loco was outlawed why did he put four loco in his cup for this interview what the was Shannon, that? Shannon, you what know he makes his that? you know he makes his own four loco at this point. Holy Come on. crap! Wow, <laughs> oh. wow, that was weird. I let's face it, I Adam, I'm not used to seeing you in this position. Uh, Shannon, same. You guys have been on an absolute tear as of late. So obviously, this loss still hurts even with all of the wins you've been having because no no let me stop you right there it doesn't hurt because number one perfection is a myth unless you're looking at me other than that perfection is a myth it doesn't exist so the tear that we're on may get slowed down every once in a while because yeah guess what we're all humans here we may fill our bags with bricks when we have our pillow fights but we're still human beings all uh -huh. right we just have a very high threshold for pain so we can take it this isn't the end of the world. Koi's not the only manager of a faction who's had three of their players come out of round one and go into round two. Guess who else has? Yeah, okay, so we dropped the ball here today by one question. And I wanna say for the record, I already see what's coming because y'all are so, so predictable and so terribly lame. Adam Collins isn't as great as we thought he would be. Overrated, I hear it, I see it. I'm ready for it. Let me remind you that Adam Collins came in and pitched a perfect game in his first round of the tournament this season. He came in today, only missed his bonus question and his five-pointer. So if you want to come in and start running your mouths and talking trash about how Adam Collins doesn't have it because last season he was virtually perfect, then you're an idiot. And I encourage you to go ahead and do so because that will be the biggest mistake of your life because he is still on fire. You just can't beat someone who hasn't missed a question and i guess you know what maybe maybe perfection did exist for the kid but we don't know because we didn't get him to his five and we'll never know well you know at the same time uh i'm i'm not ashamed of this match uh patrick and you shouldn't be patrick no. bergen is not tom Selleck, and uh i hate going down on an answer i know is wrong but here's the thing 
I couldn't, I didn't know the guy's name and I didn't want to make up a name. So I at least wanted to say something ab about the guy who looks like him. I knew he was the British Robin Hood. I knew uh, he was in um, uh, freaking uh, Ella Enchanted, but I didn't know his name. So it was, a, it was a fair miss and a tough question. Brendan earned the win today. He went perfect. Um, and as far as the David Lynch round is concerned, I feel like I ended up doing him a favor, uh, you know, by putting that on the wheel. And yeah, I put it on the wheel. Big surprise, because I love David Lynch and everyone knows that. Um, and I wasn't knocking the question difficulty at all. I was just lamenting the fact that I didn't get questions that, you know, um, I felt that I, I, I ran through as easily. Um, and that's just the way it goes with the wheel sometimes. Um, but David Lynch, I'm just happy it finally got spun. Uh, we've been trying so hard all season to get that guy spun. But let me let me say this. Um, I expect big things in the next round between Brendan and the winner of that match. I think the winner of that match is winning this tournament. That's my wow. Yeah. Um, if they're going to take you out, then they better win it. Yeah. No um, pressure, Brendan. <laughs> that is, of course, unless they run into um, one of our front runners for player of the year, Mike the Killer Kalinowski, who's on fire right now. And I know he's perfectly capable of running through both Janine and Dan Erlon. So I'm not counting Mike out to go all the way to the end here and really cement his status as one of the Wait, true goats. You're not, though, because that's kind of like the trendy thing to do. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not a trendy guy. Haven't you seen the way I dress normally? <laughs> but, well, but I look at it this way, though, guys. I mean, when you look at the top singles players right now, how many of them are on your faction? And so, exactly. So Shannon looks like a genius, and Adam, it just looks I don't like look like a genius, Jen. I am a freaking genius. I know what I'm doing here. Today is a speed bump. Today is not the end of the road. No one's going home crying and drowning themselves in liquor. No, because guess what? He's still got teams. We still have work mm -hmm. to do. There are still wins to be had and people to disappoint and upset. And Adam's ready for that challenge. And now he's got Marisol and now they can worry about teams. And, and if the worst thing that happens is corruption plays corruption, it still means you get all the oh. points. Yeah. yeah. Shucks. Yeah. We're in such oh. a bad position. This sucks. What do we do? I just mm. want to say, as far as the rest of our, our factions concerned, I know there's a lot of spotlight on my year this year compared to last year, and that's fair. You know, we uh, it's fair to critique the game and the players in it. But I just have to say, keep things in perspective. I had no idea I'd be playing in the Schmodown last year. I, I, it feel, it's frankly, it's a lot of pressure sometimes to meet the expectations of something you didn't realize you could accomplish in the first place. So it's, it's, it's hard to keep perspective on things, admittedly. That said, I'm highly motivated in this team's tournament. I have a good feeling about round two. Um, and Marisol and I have unfinished business, but make no mistake, every single time Mike wins, Chance wins, Marisol wins, I'm right behind them. I love them. They're winners. And that's why I play on this team. Ugh. I know I'm not supposed to like you guys, but it's so hard it's not okay. to sometimes, it's okay. Collins. Well, you can, Jen. You can. It's okay. It's tough okay. loss today. Tough loss today, guys. Uh, but like I said, there's plenty oh, of points wow. still left on the board for corruption to grab before the end of the season. And uh, like I said, everybody else is still chasing you. So <laughs> take care, guys. I'll see you again drink, soon. Drink your four locos. You're going to need the energy. God help us all. All right, and there we see it. I mean, look, Coyote is never going to be a guy that lacks for confidence. He's very classy in win or defeat, and today he did come up on the short end of the stick, but I think Shannon and the entire Corruption faction 
are so good at using these tough moments as an impetus to get revenge the next time out. I'm going to be honest with you. Shannon just scares me. Everything <laughs> about her, she just scares me, Mark. Yeah, it, it, and, and it doesn't really matter if, if her team gets a win, which they do quite frequently this season, or if they come up short. She just has that, and, and she's so good at, at running her faction. She rules it. We see it with an iron fist, but you know that there is a lot of tender love and care underneath that once those pillow fight slash training sessions come out. And so a great interview by Jen Sturger. That's why she's the best in the business. And we saw two of the best in the business here today. And it is Brendan the Kid Meyer getting the W over Adam the Coyote. Collins, an incredible match. PJ, once again, thank you so much for making me look good on the desk. You're always a gem. Writing questions, asking them, you do it all. Thank you, my friend. I really, I really appreciate that. But Mark, you make me look good. I love being here. So thank you. Well, hopefully I look good tonight on stage at New York Comedy Club. Be there with Christian Harloff and a bevy of other talented comedians, both local and international. You can get tickets at markellis.live if they're not sold out. And then tomorrow, it's the big movie trivia schmodown event we've all been waiting for, not just for the pizza, but that's certainly going to be involved. Brooklyn, we are back, and it feels like home at the Roulette Theater there in Brooklyn, just down the street from the Barclays Center. We're going to be doing the Schmodown Live, and what an event it is going to be. You can grab your tickets right now at the Live.com. Looking forward to seeing all of your smiling faces there. The fans are back, PJ. We did it virtually for a long time. We get to be live tomorrow, and I think I speak for both of us when I say it's been a long time coming too long i cannot wait to be back in new york with this show the roulette has become our home away from home man and it is going to be the homecoming that we have missed for so long i look forward to seeing your smiling face in person i hope and then treating you to a slice afterwards so that is pj campbell i am mark baby carrots ellis to everybody watching thank you so much for your continued support of the schmodown you're the reason why we now get to get back into halls and do live events like the one that we're all going to bear witness to tomorrow night what a show it's going to be and what a show we got today thanks to both brendan the kid meyer and adam the coyote collins for a sterling match their representation shannon the queen of corruption barney and coy the quirky merc jandrew for everybody here at skybound in the movie trivia schmodown and jen sturger i am the one the only well there's many mark ellis's but i'm the one talking here today and we'll see you next time at the movie trivia schmodown